Welcome to the Things We Dig podcast, where we talk about pop culture and bullshit. On today's episode, just waiting for him to bust out an alien blunt, but didn't happen. The secret clue word is spaghetti. Most of my Star Wars experience before that came from a Battle of Endor, dude, the Ewoks. Now, nah, let's save John Krasinski for Mr. Fantastic. Who's Dildo Baggins? Hello, dudes. I'm a dude. You're a dude. We're all dudes. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Things You Dig. We got that special sauce coming straight out of Good Burger, son. <laughs> <laughs> straight to your mouths. So, since most of us have seen Kong versus Godzilla, our lightning round this week is going to be whether we're Team Kong or Team Godzilla. So, I'll go first, and I am Team Kong. I'm going to have to agree, Team Kong all the way, baby. Ooh, I'm going to have to be the first detractor and say Team Godzilla, since I was a young lad. I got to go with Team Kong as well. Ooh, man, I really want to go against you guys, but uh, I'm Team Kong as well, too. <laughs> Boom. I do like Godzilla, but just Kong just always resonated better with me growing up. So, yeah. Kong I mean, a big ass monkey or a fucking laser shooting lizard, dude. <laughs> yeah. Come on. The, uh, who I'm put my money on? King Kong had no defense from that, except when you watch the movie and see he's got some. Yeah, Kong <laughs> definitely had heart in the movie, man. He didn't give up. But uh, what are your guys' thoughts who've seen it? King Kong did a great job, but at one point, Godzilla could have caved his face in with a laser if he wanted to. He just yelled at him instead. So, you know. <laughs> you know but I like the movie all uh, overall. I thought it was awesome. It's kind of exactly what I wanted out of it. A lot of big-ass fight scenes between the monsters. Not a whole lot of focus on the human characters. I did feel like Millie Bobby Brown's thing was kind of pointless. You know, it didn't really do anything story-wise, but I get it. You got to have a human storyline. Mm, yeah. I did like the the other scientist, and I guess it's her adoptive daughter who would speak to Kong in sign language. I like that aspect. I think that worked. But yeah, the Millie Bobby Brown segment, though there it had some funny scenes, I felt like it was very pointless. And was, wasn't her dad somebody? Was he something big in that movie? He's like, a scientist? Yeah, they were like, uh, military or scientist people. But at one point, she's like, I mean, uh, spoiler alert for everyone out there listening. She's like missing, and he knows that. And he's like, all right, I'm just going to like fly off to Hong Kong. I guess I'll find out where my daughter's at later. And it's like, damn, that's pretty ruthless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought that too. I was like, they just happened to be in, again, spoilers, but at the end in Hong Kong at the same time. And he was just like, oh, you're here too? Cool, you're safe. I don't remember anything about like, what was happening with them. I remember them as characters and like the other, the boy that was with her and stuff. And, um, and why is that uh, Dave? Dude? Well, that scene where they see King Kong and they just keep him in some, like, what was that? Like, it's like a, a dome age. It was like a, a giant cool dome. Scene. Yeah. But then I, I remember seeing when they transported him as well on a ship. And that was pretty cool. Godzilla was swimming and shit. I'm trying to Dude, the fucking the battle scenes were just unreal. Like, cut out the others where like most of the scenes, these people are in that little ship, just like looking around, like, oh my <laughs> god, there's Godzilla, there's King Kong. But yeah, the fight Kong. scenes were just like massive. Um, that was like to me, that was ultimately the most badass shit. I had like first person views and oh, just yeah. like going back to King Kong having heart. Like he probably would have got his ass blasted by by Godzilla oh, with his laser beam, blasted. but he just 
he could dodge, he could just get away. He was resilient. Touching on uh, what you and Fig said, there was a lot of really cool action shots, just like what they did with the cinematography and how it would track during some of the action scenes. I thought that was really cool. And then, uh, well, I didn't like Millie Bobby Brown's character arc. I mean, she did fine acting. That other little girl, like you were saying, she killed it, man. And to think she probably did most of the scenes up against a green screen, that's pretty impressive. I, I really enjoyed the scenes with her. I'm curious if she really knows sign language or she learned that for the movie. Because if she did, that is even more impressive on her part. I feel like I want, I was curious if that sign language was actual sign language. Like, I wish I would have went back and and saw, was it some, you know, simplified version for them to say like one sentence with like a couple motions of their hand and they knew exactly what they were doing. Also too, uh, again, spoilers. I mean, it's been out for a while, but (laughs) Mecha Godzilla was super fucking cool, man. Like just seeing his, his CGI and that fight scene. And of course you knew Kong and Godzilla were going to eventually team up with one another to take him out. But yeah, I really liked his appearance or his, I guess he's a robot, but Mechagodzilla's appearance in the movie. Uh, I haven't seen the movie, but uh, I just prefer King Kong because he can just express his emotions a lot better than a lizard can. I know, like Godzilla basically just shows anger. That's it, and rage. Like King Kong, you could see every every emotion pretty much. And he was old looking. He had been through some shit. I mean, it's the same Kong, right, from the Kong Skull Island, which that took place in the 70s. So yeah. he's 40 plus years old. So yeah, that's wild to think. Still holding his own, though. Yeah, I think this- in that world, the Titans or whatever all those monsters are called, they, sh- they probably have some longevity, too. I mean, he's got to live longer than just like a fucking regular great ape. Yeah, I mean, overall, decent flick. Go check it out if you haven't seen it yet. I have to ask, not a lot of us have been back to the movie theaters lately. How was that experience like? Was it magical? It was awesome. Not going to lie. It was the first time being back in the movie theater since Tenet, which was Tenet came out last September. It was a Friday night at this theater that my family and I normally go to. And I thought it was going to be packed because, again, it's a Friday night. And it was no, it was pretty empty. I guess people still aren't really going to movies out here. But yeah, I mean, it it was definitely great to be back in an actual movie theater. Tenet was the last film I saw in the movie theaters as well. And it was like, man, it was so, so there's something about seeing a a movie in theaters. It's like one of my favorite things. So I really hope that, I know all of them won't make it, but I hope the industry as a whole like bounces back and people start going back to the theaters. Because I would hate to see watching in your living room become like the new normal and theaters fade out. I I think it'll come back just because there's a bunch of nerds like us out here. So even with movie theaters dying down and then the pandemic hit and it's like, well, now you can't go if you don't want to. And I bet so many people want that experience now. Dude, that's uh, that's crazy. Tenet was the last movie I saw as well, but uh, it was a packed house. Full house mm. over here. Really? I really want to go back to the theaters, know that I don't have to be on my phone, and then it's just like, don't, no distraction, just sit and watch. But I was going to ask you guys, what do you think will be the next movie you guys would see in a theater? Well, I was, I was actually, just, before you even asked that, going to touch on it and say like, I'm glad that King Kong versus Godzilla is doing so well in the box office because it's made a lot of people kind of rethink uh, from some articles I'm reading the home streaming thing. Like Dune was going to come out and be the HBO and the theaters. And now that Kong kind of made it viable, they're trying to pull out and do theater only, which I'm like, dude, yes, that would be sick because that's the next big movie I'm waiting for is Dune. Mm. Really finished reading it. Great book. 
I wanted to see it last year, and uh, it just looks like it's gonna be awesome and one of those big blockbuster spectacle movies to uh, see on the silver screen. Dune looks dope, man. I forgot all about that one. I'm uh, actually going to the movies later today to see Nomadland. I don't know if you guys have seen or heard of that one. Yeah, I think it's on Hulu. It's about a lady traveling around. She's older. Uh, the expected maybe best picture winner. Yeah, I definitely want to see it. Kind of reminds me of um, Into the Wild. To circle back, I think Mortal Kombat would be the next movie Ooh. I see in theaters. Ooh. Comes out in a few weeks over here. At uh, I lied, Dune is not the next movie I want to see in theaters. Mortal Kombat. We're <laughs> <laughs> just like your top. I mean, I want to bring up too. Like I've been waiting. I love 007. So that one's been. That one was supposed to come out a year ago, and they've been holding on to that. I really want that. I think it's his last. Daniel Craig's last. No time to die. And homie, what's his name? He, he's he been a villain in it. He'll he's he didn't die, so he's actually he might be back in it. Uh, Christopher Waltz or something. Yeah, I would hundred percent be down for that. Christoph Waltz is one of my favorite actors, man. I just like you guys said. I just enjoy going to the theaters, so I'll find an excuse to go to any movie really in theaters just to enjoy the, the all around experience. Even if the movie's still like not that great, I still like just going. You know, getting snacks and. Going to the counter and being like, damn, 30 bucks for a fucking popcorn and a soda? Ah, All right, I'm going to do it. (laughs) I wonder how much movie theater snacks are going to cost, you know, when we're old people. Because I was with my grandmother last night. We were talking about movies. And she told me this is the most old people person thing someone could say. But she was like, back in my day, I can go to the movies with a dollar, get into the movie, get a soda, get a popcorn, and get some candy and I'd be good for the whole night. A dollar? You spend like almost 40 bucks at a movie theaters if you buy from the yeah. concession stand. Oh, yeah. Easy, dude. That's why I was like, just bring a big-ass purse and stock that shit and hope it they don't check it. It is pretty wild because that shit hasn't changed at all, really, at movie theaters. It's just like popcorn, which is super cheap to buy and produce. And it's like the prices just keep right raising up like every other year. It's pretty it's wild. All right, fellas, you guys want to roll into our movie segment game? Yeah, yeah let's do that, huh? All righty, here it is, Movie Mayhem. This is the next round of the movie game, the trivia game. This is uh, round two of the baseball one or the first if you're watching on video. Uh, simply, I'm just going to give you the baseball movie, and you guys can just name the baseball team featured in that movie so first one is major league indians indians <laughs> i had a feeling uh-huh. you were gonna say that one first. <laughs> i had it loaded locked and loaded that was it that was the one okay next is also pretty easy rookie of the year chicago cubs nice dave and fig are gonna win this one <laughs> I, my baseball movie trivia knowledge is <laughs> really these are classics i've got uh, yeah here we go i got some here we go all right, your next one is a little more difficult. Little Big League. The uh, Giants? San Francisco Giants? <laughs> Minnesota Twins, right? Minnesota Twins. Damn. Minnesota Twins. Maybe you guys have seen this. Maybe you haven't. The Fan. Oh, no. That is the Giants. San Francisco that one Giants. Is. San Francisco that one Giants. Is the Giants. Yeah. All right, we tied. Giants. We tied. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give two more to make a chance for a tie. Fever pitch. 
Boston Red Sox. Ooh, Boston Red Sox. Right. Good job. Damn. Mr. 3000. Was it the Mariners? It was the Brewers. It was the Brewers. Oh, man. That was a great movie. Mr. 3000. Rest in peace. Who was in that? Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Dude, I remember now. That's a good movie. Great. All right, let's go. One bonus one, one last one. A League of Their Own. It's the um, honey something. Fig nose that I see. Yeah, kind, of, kind of close. Bees, the peaches. Honey. Ah, peaches. Fig was being nice right there, y'all. <laughs> the handicap was thrown out there. <laughs> we right, still well, didn't that, get it. That, those are classics. Those are movie classics. Huh? You guys, I was waiting for Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> what team is in Angels in the Outfield, guys? <laughs> really hoping for that one. All right. So on our last pod episode, Chris, you had mentioned us watching the animated series Invincible. Did any of you fellas uh, catch any of those episodes? This is what I recommended to you guys. I did, and it's fucking awesome. They're doing a really good job. You know, I knew that the series would be different than the comic, but they're they're paying a great homage to it. And they did not hold back on the gore, man. Jesus. Yeah, I agree. Uh, spoiler alert. Wait till the end of the first episode. Shit takes a sharp turn towards the M rating. My God. <laughs> I second that. I feel like we I waited and in a in a like a superhero world, always looking for originality. I feel like this show really brought it, but also brought that gore that you weren't expecting that made you go like, holy shit. <laughs> Great. Did you watch it, Steve? I watched a couple of clips. I saw the opening and I saw the end of the first episode. Uh, yeah, pretty gory. I haven't Straight watched murder. I haven't watched yeah. it yet. A lot of uh, cool. a lot of well known voice actors for sure. Or just actors in general. Uh, J.K. Simmons is in it. I think he, he does a great job of playing the main character, Invincible, his dad. I think that relationship they had, which Chris, you said it in the last pod, you don't think it's going to be what it is. You think it's going to be this very hopeful, very, you know, bright eye kind of uh, superhero animated show. And holy shit, man. That <laughs> scene in the first episode just blew my mind of like, holy, like, what is this really happening? <laughs> is it the comic or is it the way even even every episode, if there's a moment that there's a dull moment, just wait the beginning or the end. Every time I feel like the end of the show always says, if you're getting bored, we're going to hit you with some shit right now. For everyone out there, it's Robert Kirkman, the Walking Dead creator. He this is his comic as well. I'm pretty sure he did it before The Walking Dead. It was one of his earlier comics. Oh finished now and is amazing and uh everyone should go out and read it but yeah I, i'm so stoked to see where the story goes like seeing you guys get excited about it and seeing like where this show's at there's so much dope stuff coming like if you like it now you're definitely gonna really like where it's going yeah i really enjoy the there's the progression of the show <laughs> and invincible the character himself kind of reminds me a little bit of peter parker you know how he's trying to balance his responsibilities but also be a superhero too at the same time. And I told Steven, it reminds me also of The Boys too, just how The Boys is a different take on superheroes and how it's really the real world of what goes on in a superhero world, you know? Yeah, not everyone's squeaky clean or no one's squeaky clean. If you are an adult that likes superheroes and cartoons, then watch that shit. Or if you just like anything cool, check it out. 
I didn't look up the cast, and there's just one episode. It's obviously you know Seth Rogen's voice, but he when he first came on and he's talking, I'm like, that's fucking Seth Rogen as an alien. Like, just <laughs> waiting for him to bust out a alien blunt, but it didn't happen, man. It was like foreshadowing that he was like, hey, I might be a character in this show down the road, but everything's cool. All right, peace out. Stay tuned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like Al, like you said, definitely check out Invincible on Amazon Prime if you haven't uh, seen it yet. Dude, and uh, speaking, of, switch gears a little bit. Speaking of other dope series that we all love, Star Wars The Phantom Menace turned 22 years old today. When it came out, Damn. it was 22 years old since the original Star Wars premiered. So uh, what are you guys' thoughts on The Phantom Menace? I know we were all young lads when it came out. I think back going to the movie theater and seeing it, and it was just ahead of its time. I mean, that's when it was like CGI was really crazy, and Jar Jar Binks, come on, the dopest character you've <laughs> ever seen ever, right? No, but but Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jinn, like... I was going to say, Phantom Menace made me a Star Wars man because as a kid, I knew Star Wars, but I knew Luke Skywalker, I knew Darth Vader, I knew what a lightsaber was, but I didn't really understand star wars or really had watched it until phantom menace came out and i just remember the first time they showed r2d2 i was like holy shit man this is so <laughs> fucking cool and then that darth maul scene against obi-wan and uh qui-gon jinn after that hooked man been hooked ever since i would go right along the same lines of fig of like my older brother was a star wars fan so we would be watching the movies at home and stuff and i really love them but going and seeing the phantom menace in the theaters was when i was like this is the dopest dope i've ever smoked star wars is the sickest shit of all time uh i distinctly remember darth maul opening up the second end of his lightsaber and the music just fucking crescendoing and that was it man i was sold i was like i'm a fan for life this is so dope dude i remember um seeing the movies get re-released in theaters like leading up almost to phantom menace like over that's when I really got into Star Wars. And even those were like super cool, like the force and the lightsabers and like Luke fighting and shit. But then with this new release, like even like critics, whatever they wanted to say, the light uh, saber battles in it was so fucking cool, man. Yeah. Uh, and anybody that was a young kid, like around our age would have loved um, that it. It was going back and seeing those. I mean, I, I still like that. I still like all three of those movies. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, as a, seeing a little young Anakin Skywalker win that pod racing race, like, what kid wasn't like, damn, I want to race pod racers? Well, that was cool, too. It was like, uh, just knowing Darth Vader is like such a scary figure from the first original movies, and then seeing him as a boy going into that. That was pretty cool, even though, because I, I think I was, well, we were like 12, like 11 or 12 when that movie Well, 20, 22 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, 11, 12 years old. Yeah, same same for me. Uh, most of my Star Wars experience before that came from uh, Battle of Endor, dude, the Ewoks. So <laughs> it's quite, quite a change for me. But Dave, as you said, they, they re-released those, the originals, uh, before they played those in the, the Phantom Menace in theater. And I remember going to a big event at Sunset Station and uh, yeah, definitely hooked after that. I think too, because um, it was obviously there hadn't been a Star Wars movie out, I think for about 16 or 17 years. So it was huge. You know, a new Star Wars movie is coming out, but everyone was just decked out in Star Wars gear. It was huge. There was 
lines to get in. There was like, I think that theater only showed Star Wars that day just because it was a smaller theater. Yeah, that's why. And I just remember being so excited, like, holy shit, this is so fucking cool, you know? It was probably the, the Star Wars that got us all into Star Wars. I mean, we could say that the first three were great, but it was like the new, the new versions, like you said, David, the versions that came out in theaters that were, uh, what was it, remastered um, mm-hmm. and changed up. Some of those touch-ups are so fucking stupid, man. <laughs> the Job of the Hut one where Han's talking to him, I'm like, God, this is, looks terrible. Oh, I know. <laughs> and the, or and the even hanger. just that alien that he added in that sings and shit. It's like, what? Uh, that's, thinking, man? That was Do you good, like that? That was a good oh, song. I'm sorry. She had Do some like soul it? to it, I thought, man. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for somebody to to try. Now I want like two second tunes of that song. <laughs> How do I find it? I don't even know. They always try to add like some new like place where everybody's chilling with music and all these new Star Wars movies, but nothing ever tops the Cantina song. That should just be like a top, like a a greatest hit Star Wars song. So every movie could have that song and everybody's like, this is my jam. (laughs) Oh yeah. Everybody's like, Obi-Wan's like, Oh shit. This is it. It's on a Star Wars uh, CD album of, now 23 right? <laughs> greatest hits is number one on there cantina jam the cantina jam remix by uh dj pitbull. Khaled. <laughs> pitbull and dj Khaled. <laughs> for real mr, mr. worldwide's <laughs> gone intergalactic <laughs> mr intergalactic here <laughs> we the best <laughs> I brought uh, my man Pitbull with me. <laughs> it's from planet Earth, man. All right, fellas, you guys want to roll into a one has to go. Classic 80s movies, Ghostbusters, Back to the Future, or the Tim Burton's Batman. One has to go and why? Ooh, um, I'm sad to say that this is really fucking easy for me. Sorry, Tim Burton's Batman. Man. <laughs> You gotta go. I mean, you put those other those other two are just titans in my memory of of youth. Yeah. And while Tim Burton's Batman's great, don't get me wrong, I'm not hating on the movie itself. Uh, it's just when when stacked up against those other two, it hit the bricks, my friend. I feel that. Um, I would say I, I, it's a hard one. That's a really good one. Has to go. But I I'm gonna say bye bye to block uh, to Ghostbusters blockbuster. blockbuster. <laughs> to blockbuster. To blockbuster. That was last episode, Al. It's a typical Alex response, but um, <laughs> Ghostbusters. Um, I fucking love Ghostbusters, but Batman, Tim Burton's Batman was just next level for me. Um, it'd have to be Ghostbusters. Ooh, damn. That's hard. It's a hard one. I would have to say Blockbuster. I mean, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hollywood video. <laughs> I would have to say. It's funny because I grew up watching those Batman films and I thought they were awesome and I loved them. I would have to say probably Tim Burton's Batman mm-hmm. films too. Okay. All right. Steve? Yeah, I got to go the same. I got to go Batman for some reason. Uh, just, I don't know, just uh, rewatchability. I mean, it's always cool, but and I think about which movie I've watched the most. It's definitely Ghostbusters or Back to the Future. Yeah. That was a good one. 
It's hard. Oh, no, it's hard. For you listeners out there, what would you do? Yeah, man, uh, that is hard. I don't think I could get rid of Ghostbusters, but if I had to choose between Back to the Future and Batman, but I'd say I'd go with Back to the Future. I love them all so much, but that Batman 1989 film definitely made me a Batman fan for sure. That Batman, dude, that is very hard, man. That Batman is dope, y'all. If y'all, everybody needs to go back and rewatch that. I feel like it. Tim Burton made it. Jack Nicholson as the Joker too was fantastic. Just crazy. The whole museum scene with the boombox and them going around. I don't know. Maybe I'm being biased here. I think if you said Batman Forever, then I would be be lost. I would have easily got rid of that one. (laughs) No question. All right, fellas. Does anyone else have another one has to go? All right. I got a good one's got to go for you guys. You have to erase one of these from your youth. Nickelodeon, Disney Channel, or Cartoon Network? One's got to go. For me, uh, I mean, Disney does have a lot of good original movies like Jet Jackson, Johnny Tsunami. Well, Jet Jackson was a TV show, but quality TV show and movies. Brink, I loved Brink, man, growing up. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I just, so think, I just think Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network, for me growing up, were just titans of Cartoon Networks that I watched all the time. And Nickelodeon for sure. And then Cartoon Network also had Toonami, which had Dragon Ball Z and other anime shows on there. So I would go with Disney Channel. Yeah, Disney. I love Disney. And that's all we talk about is Marvel, but Disney. (laughs) Um, For everything Fig said too, even bringing up like Dragon Ball Z and Toonami, but just Nickelodeon for sure growing up, all of their programming, cartoons and their live action shows, game shows. Nickelodeon was the shit. And then Disney Channel was dope, though, too, especially when we got a little older. Even stuff they'd re-broadcast, like like Growing Pains and some older shows. I just grew up, I watched a lot of Disney. So uh, I would have to say Cartoon Network, man, it's really hard. But if I had to make a decision like that, I'd have to cut that one out. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, Nickelodeon, that's safe. We can't touch that, of course. Uh, Disney... Especially once it got like Boy Meets World and all those. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the view count is just far much higher than anything on Cartoon Network for me. I'm going to have to agree and say that Nickelodeon is sacred and no one's <laughs> going to touch that one. But for me, man, Cartoon Network was just slapping too hard. Too many shows that I loved. And like Fig said, Toonami. Toonami alone. I mean, come on. You got to get in there. So I'm sorry, Disney <laughs> Channel. I fucking love your movie. Yeah. I'll watch them till the day I die, but you got to go. Do you guys remember a show called Bug Juice that used to come on the Disney Channel in the summer? Bug Juice doesn't yeah. Was that a cartoon? Bug. No, it was a reality television show at a summer camp for kids. I feel like it was probably one of the first types of reality shows. I think there were... They tried to model it as like real world. Or yeah, I was going to say stuff. real world was huge back then and they wanted to do something for kids. So they did it at summer camp. I didn't Dude, watch that it. That was a lot. good show when you were a kid, though, watching it, man. Dude, the only show to watch at a camp uh, and we're talking in this era is... Hey, dude. <laughs> what about salute your shorts? Salute your shorts. Yeah, God damn it, you're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> or wild and crazy kids, too, wasn't that? Wild and crazy kids. Oh, yeah. Um, so I asked this question. We all talked about Nickelodeon being just 
uh, probably number one in that category for us. What was your guys' favorite old school Nickelodeon shows? Um, immediately what comes to mind is Rocco's Modern Life, man. I don't know what it was about that show, but it just, uh, I loved it. I loved everything about it. Also, Angry Beavers. To me, it was like not one show, but a, a night. Saturday night, Snick was like, that was the shit, man, with the orange couch and like just getting ready to go home. I mean, didn't we didn't do much socially back then, so it was just like that oh, was the yeah. that was the, like the four show lineup of the night, and it ended up with um, "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" Ooh, that was good for me. One hundred percent, Doug. Doug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Doug's great. Paramount Plus now I think has all the Nickelodeon shows, and I started watching Keenan and Cal, and just from that get go, that first episode, their chemistry is impeccable. So Keenan and Cal was really good. All that was also yeah, super all funny, that, man, no doubt. I always think of all of the great just uh, game shows too, man. Uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple, Dare, yeah. Double Dare, Family Double, Double Dare, Dare, dude. Yeah, all that was such a great show, man. Who was the had host? Dig like, for the flags, like in the big nostrils and stuff and you had to find the flags like in a big pizza or whatever they had all these different things but it was always so funny watching families go head to head doing all that crap i was always a fan of uh figure it out with summer oh yeah that's the one yeah it's like the secret clue word is spaghetti (laughs) (laughs) i know we talked about it before but kablam kablam was dope man oh yeah Actually, Even like now. Alex was saying with Snick, that was always sick. I remember growing up when we were like super little, they even had like Ren and Stimpy was in that lineup at one point in time. It was like one of the last shows. I don't think any of us had said this one yet, but Rugrats too was. Oh, oh yeah. I watched yeah. that a lot growing up. That theme song just, yeah, it's a special memory in my heart. Rugrats, I feel like, was one of the best representations of what my uh, imagination was like. Like, how they would just completely transform the world around them and they were in whatever was in their head. And I've I've always felt that, like, reading a book or doing, like, just sitting and daydreaming, like, that's what I can do to the world around me, too. And I was like, dude, these little kids are, this is fucking, yeah, that's what it's like being a kid. Everything's changed. Um, yeah, taking it further back, do you guys watch Eureka's Castle? Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. holy shit. Dang, that was buried deep in my memory. But yeah, Eureka's Castle. <laughs> All right, fellas. So we're going to change it up a bit. Al, do you want to start two second tunes for us? Two second tunes. You only got a little bit of time, baby. Go. Two second tunes. You only got one, two. In honor of DMX, shout out to DMX, everybody. Um, This two-second tunes goes out to him. Every song will not be a DMX song, but just for fun, there may be one sprinkled in there. So if you don't know, now you know. Two seconds, you got to guess. As far as uh, shouting out goes, whoever shouts it out gets the point. Ready to go. System of a Down, Chop Suey. That's it. Two, two points. Boom, boom, boom. Great song by <laughs> 2001 edition, guys. I forgot to say that. Um, in no particular order, two points given to Fig. Nicely done. And uh, here we go. And when you go. Oh, uh, Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. When it's over. Ah, that is it. When it's over. Sugar Ooh. Ray, when it's over. 2001. That's um, 
a point for Fig and a point for Dave. <laughs> oh, Steve. 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 <laughs> These games are rigged, I swear. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I, I know I usually am the one answering them. <laughs> it's like uh, where the points points are given, but they really don't matter. Oh, <laughs> here we go. There's two seconds. Ready? Go. Salago, salago. Oh, Missy Elliott. Get your freak on. All right. Nice. Damn, Dave. That was it. Nice. Yeah, I was like, oh, I would have known that. That beginning. I, uh, <laughs> I had to make it tricky. <laughs> um. Okay. Shout out. DMX. 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 Point goes to Chris. DMX. Yes. Get it on the floor. Get it on the floor. Ooh. Featuring Swiss Beats. Is Featuring Swiss Beats. Yeah. What? All right. All right. So um, good. Last but not least, I think uh, everybody's got a point, right? Um, okay. Shout out. It's yeah. I'm against gorillas. Oh, okay. They got that it. one. I didn't even hear Eastwood, it. What was it? Was it Clint Eastwood? It was Clint Eastwood gorillas. Nice. Oh. <laughs> so boom ding 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 that's it Thanks i need to make them harder i need to make it two easier second tunes no so i got mean, two points david i'm proud of those units <laughs> i should keep points the score proud next of every time, single unit yep it's like who's fucking anyways. daddy it's all for fun <laughs> if you got them all good good job i thought they were challenging i tried to challenge you guys that missy elliott one man i remember that that intro i felt they were pretty challenging i mean those are good everybody wins Hey, we're all winners on this pod. Next time is a 2002 edition. Too many tunes. Good job, guys. Uh, Has anyone seen anything cool? Heard anything cool they want to bring up? Was there any new news with the fucking Obi-Wan shit? Did something come up with that? I can't remember. Ewan McGregor's got his beard back. Looking real saucy, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think production started on that. And production started on Black Adam. I just saw the rock. rock getting swole dude his legs like he was doing some leg workouts and his legs were yeah i guess he's been he's been on this project for like 13 years like this has been his his dream to play this character that and hercules was his gonna be some like shitty movie (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like not not too many people like yeah i love the rock and hercules that was my jam it was probably like i loved the rock as the rock in wrestling um, I remember, I'll never forget when he was the Scorpion King and I was like, oh, that's cool. as like a little side thing. But then when they gave him like his own movie, I was like, this is going to be terrible, man. But he's just kept doing his thing. Like he's a likable dude. So yeah. And women love him, obviously. For Do you remember and- like those movies, some of the first ones, like the fucking, uh, the one like with Sean William Scott and then he had one with like Johnny Knoxville. They're oh, both very similar yeah. to each other. Oh, that like, one with Sean William Scott was dope. Were they in like the jungle? Yeah, the rundown. Yeah. yeah. That was a great movie. Yeah, that was really cool. That was like a like, bounty hunter or something. started to show like, oh, he's actually like pretty charismatic and funny. Like he's a decent actor for Sean sure. Sean William Scott. Did you guys ever watch uh, Ballers? Me and Chris were into Ballers the first season. We were hell into that show, man. I fell off. I was excited for the second season, and I need to get back into it. Well, third season, he'll be Black Adam. (laughs) I can't see him being Black Adam, but I'm hoping for the best. All right, dude. So I saw this Instagram post, and it had posed the question, 
If you could have a video game of your choosing become a live action, either TV series or movie, what would you guys choose? Um, I think I'm going to speak for a lot of us when I say this, so sorry to make your guys' harder, but fucking Halo, man. They've been talking about making a Halo a movie or a series since like the Halo 2 days. Peter Jackson's been involved for a long time, and I just think it would be so amazing uh, seeing Master Chief whoop ass, especially with the technology we have today. But I also fear like most 90% of video game adaptations to stuff just turn out shitty, so... I'd hate to see them do it shittily. I'd really like someone like Peter Jackson yeah. in a, a res- reputable company do it. But fuck, exactly. you did it right. Oh my god. Oh dude, Peter Jackson, and that was like after Lord of the Rings. I feel like right. So it was like, oh shit, he's gonna do this. Like, yeah, like Master Chief yeah. just laser sword a fucking Covenant soldier in 4K. Oh my god. <laughs> I uh, you hope- guys, who do you think that would get to play Master Chief? The Rock. I know. I was like, <laughs> I feel like John John Cena, John Cena, Elba, like someone tall, you know, that deep voice. Idris Elba, yeah, that'd be cool. Someone It'd probably maybe. just be someone to voice him. It would just be like you know a stunt guy doing his act. Well, I don't know because they have Pedro uh, Pascal do the James Earl Jones. That's, that's a mask guy. It'd be cool if it even was just some unknown person that just did a good job. I feel like for me and, and the Halo for sure, but before that, and I want to feel, I feel like Steve even mentioned this earlier, but Metal Gear Solid to oh, have goodness. Solid Snake, have them make an actual, an actual movie based off of Metal Gear. It hasn't, it hasn't been done yet. Why has it not been done yet? Who would play that character, man? Oh, man. Well, right now, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. I was going to say Tom Cruise, but I was going to say Jim from The Office. <laughs> Tom Clancy, he was uh, he was in a yeah Tom, Tom Clancy, Clancy or something, right? Like he was uh, Jack Ryan, Jack Ryan, yeah. John Krasinski. <laughs> yeah, John Krasinski, dude. I could not remember his name. Now nah, let's save John Krasinski for Mister Fantastic. Yeah, for real. Ooh. Okay, but right. my answer, you guys had touched on this with Peter Jackson doing Lord of the Rings. I would love to see a Legend of Zelda, either movie or series, by Peter Jackson. Because just watching the Lord of the Rings movie, watching Legolas, I'm like, that is fucking Link right there. Dude. And if Peter Jackson could go back to more practical effects and use that for a Legend of Zelda series, that shit would be super, super dope. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I feel like Legend of Zelda would be fucking amazing if you pulled it off, but it would be one of the harder ones to do. (laughs) For sure. Just because you couldn't do like dark you know what i mean you couldn't go dark with it i don't feel like i mean you could go a little bit dark but like you were saying at the same time i wouldn't want it to be horrible where it would just ruin that fantasy of it right 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 dude do like majora's mask man just make a fucking movie about that like what would also be cool would be like a animated series in like a studio ghibli style see yeah now that i think you could do something really amazing with for sure That might that might work a little bit better than a live action. I would like I would love both. Let's be honest. Most of my picks are kind of already in production. So it's like Uncharted. They just announced that that's going to be released straight to Netflix. Also, by the way. Wow. But uh, so I guess I'd probably go Splinter Cell. Kind of yeah, similar to some of the other ones. One, man. Splinter Cell would be cool. And they could just make movie after movie. It'd be like a James Bond. Turn into yeah. It was once in production as well with uh, Tom Holland. No, not. Tom Hardy, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Tom, well, Tom man. Hardy, but uh, okay, something yeah. happened. <laughs> He's in everything. No. Oh, Tom Holland got, got cast as Spider-Man, and he didn't do it. 
Who you got Tom Holland supposed to be in Uncharted now? Yeah, he's the he's uh whatever his name Young is. Young Nathan Drake. Yeah. Tom Holland's cool. gonna be Master Chief, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude. He's gonna be tall. He's gonna be Link too as well. <laughs> I don't feel so good, Arbiter. Is it, is it the thing where like we love these games so much that they keep coming out with stories, but no one is doing it? Like Halo, Zelda, Metal Gear Solid. Like, they've been out for so long. But I also feel like this uh, video game technology and the games themselves have come so far that, like, the storytelling in them is almost akin to, like, playing a movie to where, true, unlike other things like a comic or a book, you know, it's not, like the gap is so much smaller between seeing it on a big screen and seeing it like I played Halo or something and gone into a, a crazy battle scene. You come out through a door and like you feel like you're there and it's going on. It, re- it re- emulates that movie theater feel, mm-hmm. whereas be harder to, to replicate that feeling and improve upon it. But The Witcher was dope. If you haven't seen that, watch that shit. Gives me hope that uh, video games turned into live action could be could be successful. I hope so. All right, fellas. Well, I think that about wraps it up for the night. As always, it's been a pleasure. Things we dig. To anyone out there digging it with us, uh, we appreciate you guys. Thank you. See you next time. We just love you. Goodbye.